So, Connor, Brian, how you guys doing today? Well, hanging in there, man. It's been a been a long slog. How about you? I'm good. Hopefully, I sound pretty normal right now. I know we're ba- p- we're back to normal <laughs> recording conditions. Yes, you exactly. sound so crushingly normal. Oh. <laughs> well, I've I've heard that before. So normal. Sorry. <laughs> I wanted to start us off today with some very late breaking news. Uh, it, at least. It's unconfirmed at this point, but it's strongly in the pipeline from Star Wars News Net. Ooh. We've got some new Star Wars content heading to Disney+. Plus. No way. What is that? It is Caravan of Courage, <gasps> Ewoks, The Battle for Endor. No, really? Star Wars, Clone Wars Volume 1 oh my God. and Volume 2. <gasps> the, ta- the, oh. the Tartakovsky version, yes. Well, there you go. We have the animated Star Wars Ewoks, Season 1 and 2. Wow. And the story of the faithful Wookiee. Which one is that? I don't even know what that well, is. That's, all right, so you're <laughs> saying essentially that we have... You got that new-new. We have just that much more to review now. Yes. I'm so excited. As, as Star Wars content creators, when I saw this, <laughs> I was like, this oh. just made our job so much easier. This whole summer is planned <laughs> yeah. out. Caravan of Courage. Well, even to that end, I know that uh, the last time I think we had your sister on here, we were talking about... She was talking about at yes. the store that she worked at, they had a copy of yeah, Caravan of Courage. Yeah, I think it was Caravan of Courage. Or exactly. the other Ewok. It was like both of them. But it was still, it was like 80 bucks. It was like ridiculously yeah. expensive. Very rare. Very rare. But this, <laughs> this is this is exciting. I never thought I'd be excited about an Ewok movie. <laughs> I know. I, I have never actually seen them. I mean, I know they are, like, you can basically go on YouTube now and, oh, yeah. and, well, and you, find them. But, but like, I... I think I've shown I've shown you guys the like the honest trailer for it. There's the part where I get, it's um I wanted to say Rush Limbaugh. That's the wrong guy. <laughs> Wilfred uh, Brimley. Wilfred Brimley, another burly gentleman. Uh, it was like a, a, he accidentally says the f word sometimes at some point through the. End. Let's get let's get a couple things straight. Lush rim job was not a burly gentleman. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Well, speaking of lushness, it's Utsaputa, everybody. Hello and welcome to Greedo Shot First. My name's Connor. I'm Andrew. And we're here to talk Star Wars. All things Star Wars and anything even freaking related to Star Wars. And today, gang, we're joined by our producer, Brian. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm excellent. Yeah? It's good to be here. You're good to be here? What's today's uh, episode number? Um, well, let me look. Episode 66. <gasps> Ooh. That's it. You know what? Today is a big day. As we said, it, this is our 66th episode. That's right. And that is one of the famous Star Wars numbers. There's tons of Star Wars numbers we'll have out to do, there. We're going to have another anniversary at 94. Yes. 94. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, even to that end, so to kind of uh, approach what we're going to do today, um, we, we, we missed our episode 50 celebration mark. I believe right. we were dissecting episode three of season two of Mando or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. So it was still an exciting episode to say the least, but we didn't make any mention of it. So we decided that just let it happen. Just let it happen. We're going to come up to a point. We know that we were coming up to our 66th episode. We figured what better way to celebrate 66 glorious episodes of Greeter Shot first. Than to talk about Mario Lemieux. <laughs> that's, <laughs> well, right. that's true. Okay. Yeah, it's, In space. Again, it. <laughs> again, making it local. I love it. <laughs> we're centralizing ourselves. But even to that end, no, we're gonna we're actually gonna go back to our very first episode of Greedo Shot First, where I sounded like I was talking out of a paper cup. Yes, like it, we I think our very like even to our first episode, I don't know if you want to describe it better than I can, Andrew. I basically just said it was like 
it was we were just discussing our mission statement. Yes. And like since then, our mission statement has drastically altered. I think. I mean, we because we we kind of came in with uh, just you know we were like we love Star Wars and we're going to talk about Star Wars. And I mean, more or less, that's we, is that's. I feel like ultimately th- that part of the mission statement remains true. I was going to say, wait, do you guys not like Star Wars anymore? Well, you know, no, it's been a few years. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll probably that. get into that pretty quickly. No, yeah. Um, but uh, to yeah, to go on with it, uh, we are revisiting our top ten uh, Star Wars movie lists. Yes, which is exciting. Although now there's eleven. There are eleven now. So and we're, we're still going to omit the Clone Wars film because it's only it's always going to be number one. Yes, you can't you can't you cannot tell me that movie isn't great. That's right. But you can. But. All no, the fart jokes me. and <laughs> stinky and snippy and that's right and all that. <laughs> uh, but it's going to be exciting because now we're also going to have uh, we're going to have uh, Brian's uh, list as well. Uh, so I'm excited to hear your picks on it. But to kind of reiterate what we did again, we went through one through ten. I uh, was you know all three trilogies plus I think Solo and Rogue One. Right. Was that right? That's yeah. correct. Oh, yeah. but Rise, of, Rise of Skywalker was not out at the time. That's why it was 10. That's certainly what, was not. Yes, yeah. it definitely was not. Oh, uh, and somehow it is now. Somehow. somehow episode 9 came and went. <laughs> but we shall talk about it. But in, in any rate. Yeah. So uh, I think what you were saying, Connor, is you would maybe, like, we'll each go through, like, our initial rankings. Yes. And then... Uh, it'll be kind of the same same general rules as the last time. We'll do like our bottom four each. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we go A B C. How about sure. that? No, that's perfect. We can okay. go around. The, we can go around the horn for each number. I'm cool with that. That's very interesting that you say A B C. <laughs> oh crap! Because True. it works. Andrew Bryan and I, I wasn't. Yes, I wasn't numbering us with <laughs> letters. I was using our actual. I don't initials. like to be labeled. No. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll do bottom four, middle four, top three. Sounds good to me. So, Well, do we want to just go straight into it? We'll reiterate our list, Andrew? Yes. All right, why don't you start? Okay, so at in the previous uh, run-through of our rankings, I went with episode one at number 10, episode two at number nine, <laughs> and episode three at eight. Then I had episode seven at number seven, Solo at number six, uh, Return of the Jedi at number five, Ooh. Rogue One at number four, uh, Last Jedi at number three, A New Hope at two, and Empire Strikes Back number one. Makes perfect sense. Well, to beat you back with mine, and I remember there was a lot of contention about our list, so <laughs> yeah. it was fun. It was very very first episode, well, we, we were already yeah. <laughs> drawing a line in the sand. Well, and I think we started that episode <laughs> with this like desire to like not step on each other's toes, and yeah. then we like actually definitely hurt Shot each other in the foot. Right away. <laughs> you heard, yeah, well, I didn't even say as much. Like, you killed me with your first three, because it's, it's the prequels. No. All right, so to reiterate my top ten. Um, it was more or less the same as yours a little bit, at least to start off with. Number 10 was Attack of the Clones. Number 9 was The Phantom Menace. Number 8 was Solo. Number 7 was Force Awakens. Again, because it's episode 7, just made sense. Mm-hmm. Number 6 was Revenge of the Sith. Number 5, The Last Jedi. Number 4 was Empire Strikes Back. I'm not going to say that <sighs> too out loud. loud. And uh, Emma, number 3, A New Hope. Number 2, Rogue One. And number 1, Return of the Jedi. Yes. So again... I, I, so, I, yeah, it was my favorite movie. I don't, I don't know uh, what to tell I, you. No, I, I just bought a laser disc copy of Return of the Jedi, yes. so I don't want to hear it. This will that That's will true. have a, a cameo is, on a future episode. Yes. I'm pretty certain. 
Wait. But yeah, I, I had you two talk me into it. But I was like, I, I was completely away from the store, and I was like, I should have bought it. And so I went back and got it. Oh, I'm just glad you were able to still get it. Yeah, it was. All a, I have to say. There was one kid reaching for it, and I punched him in the face. <laughs> and now he, was he about did. Six, but... <laughs> <laughs> so this ain't final, son. This is real life. Yeah. I had to skin a nine year old for this. <laughs> That was for the last Razor Crest, let me tell you there. I believe oh, that. Go. That's a hard uh, Lego set to come by. Uh, but so to uh, to get into it again, to kind of just preface what it is, this is our personal list. This yeah. is our personal ranking. And obviously, I mean, there's a few things that are going to be exactly the same on mine. There's mm-hmm. some that have moved quite a bit on mine. But even to that end, I would like to I would like to kind of take time and ask you what has moved why it's moved all that kind of stuff and even to that end uh brian i want to hear your reasonings too um so let's just you want to just dive in jump in uh andrew start us off all right starting from the bottom starting from the bottom now we hero we have star wars episode nine the rise of skywalker what (laughs) what yes that's a spicy take (laughs) wow it is officially my least favorite star wars film of all um you know there's a lot of people out there that you know will tell you everything in the disney era is just fan fiction because it's not george lucas's idea right i've never given any credence to that i mean i think all the other films are pretty good i think obviously mandalorian is unbelievable you have clone wars and rebels and games like fallen order that are all fantastic they fit into the into (laughs) the lore into the canon but then jj abrams came along and decided i'm gonna make my own star wars and that's what episode nine is that's fair so oh. moving on from that, <laughs> I do want to keep it moving. Well, how uh, we, it would be Brian's. Are we doing it? Like well, a, we're going to do four. At four a time. and four and four. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Four I'm score. So, so at number <laughs> ten, I have Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Fair enough. So I've kind of come around to your way of thinking here, a little Connor. It is that, the lesser. Yes, that from a watchability standpoint, Phantom Menace is a far better film. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, I think it's a better film. The only and the only reason why I rank it ahead of Rise of Skywalker is because the like the idea is novel. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this big grandiose thing that you weren't expecting. Whereas I think a lot of Rise of Skywalker isn't maybe that way. I mean, I'll get on to it when I get to my <laughs> turn, but I believe you. And that's fine. <laughs> uh, at number nine, I have Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. So okay. obviously, just kind of roll with the punches. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, not not a big shift by any means. That's but, fair. Uh, That's fair. Certainly, I I think the realism of Episode One is just a little better, you know, because it's like Episode Two was like, okay, we're just gonna put you in this big empty warehouse with a bunch of green walls, exactly. and you figure it out. <laughs> and I'm me, George Lucas. I'm not gonna tell you anything <laughs> about how to do this. Lesser, more. Yeah. <laughs> Louder, softer. Yeah. All that softer, stuff. less intense. You must listen to Kanye um, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but again, I do think it's just a little bit more enjoyable to sit and watch. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Uh, and then at number eight, I have Solo, a Star Wars story. Ooh. So that one fell a little bit for me. That's uh, fair. From six to eight, uh, it's, in fact, my note says this is my biggest faller. Well, even to that end, I think it's it's you got. I mean, when we reviewed it 
the solo was fresh. I well, mean, it was about a few months after we first started the episode, first started the show. I mean, I think there's a lot of truth to that. I mean, mm-hmm. that was, you know, partially the impetus. Like we went and watched it and then like, we'd kind of been saying, Hey, what if we did like a podcast? Yeah, and, exactly. You know, so I, I do think there was a recency thing. And the honest truth is I probably haven't watched it in its entirety since then. Have you watched bits and pieces? Yeah. Namely the, I always get up to, well, see my issue is that I get up to like the train heist. Yeah. And for whatever reason, it doesn't do it for me. The heist? The train heist. Really? Yeah. And like, I know the good stuff's after that. Yeah. Basically, uh, you know, when we really get Lando in the fold and we do the Kessel, everything and and all and so on and so forth. But like, I just get to that point and like, I get pulled in a different direction. That's fair. And, you know, that's just kind of why it's, it's fallen a little bit for me. And like, there's just something that's a little different about it because it is kind of like this biographical film versus a story that's being told. It's it's focused on one person. Exactly. I mean, that's the difference between that and Rogue One. Rogue yeah. One was telling a, like several people's stories or something like that. I know what you mean. That, yeah, that makes sense. So, so my bottom four, just to summarize, we've got Episode Nine, Rise of Skywalker. Episode two, Attack of the Clones. Episode one, The Phantom Menace, and Solo, a Star Wars story. Okay. All right. Let's move on to B, Brian. Okay. Well, bringing up the uh, the bottom of my barrel. <laughs> episode two, Attack of the Clones. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so respect that. So this is the first one that I remember kind of watching on my own. No one in my family was was really into Star Wars, mm-hmm. um, and I remember. I want to say it was like 11, maybe 12 when this right around when this came out. I didn't see it in theaters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember however long it was after that when it finally came out on video. I remember seeing this in my local blockbuster Ooh. and being so <laughs> excited like, "Mom, mom, can I can, can I rent this?" Mind you, I had not seen episode 1. So you just no no idea what's going on. <laughs> I'd seen the original trilogy. I think when I was a way younger kid, um, but I had not seen episode one yet. Um, but I just, I have fond memories of, well, fond now. I have fond memories of renting this this VHS tape, popping it into our VCR and watching it on our TV at the time. And our TV at the time, we were a poor family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we had one TV in the house. It was, what, early 2000s. Um, one TV in the house, and it was the type of TV where you didn't have a piece of furniture to sit sit it on. It was uh, a piece it of was furniture. furniture. It was big there box. were multiple things sitting on top of it. We had it for the longest time until it finally died. Oh. Um, but I remember watching it, and at one point, like I had to stop halfway through, and we had to go to some outing for I think it was like for my sister. Um, I went to start it again the next day, and for some reason, I decided oh, I'm going to start it from the beginning because I don't really know What's going what on? was happening. And at that point, my mom was like folding laundry. She sat down and she was watching it with me. Hearing my mother corroborate, like, I don't understand what's happening in this movie. <laughs> I remember going, oh, okay, so it's not just me, the, the 11-year-old. Exactly, yeah. Um, so I have fond memories of that. Well, that's fair. But but the movie sucks. <laughs> well, hey, as long as you got some memories to go by, I was—I mean, right. I always say with mine, it's the—it's the one I saw the most in theaters. Right. And it was specifically just so I could see Django and Obi Wan yeah. at it. So. Well, that's I, fair enough. I, I don't—I don't blame you for. That's probably the highlight of the entire thing. It really is that and the seismic charges. And the the temple or the arena at the end. Arena fight. Yeah, that's it. Petronaki. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beyond oh, that, that's... I don't know that I really need to watch that movie. What's no, next? That's on the, fair. What's next on the list? Okay, so coming in second to last, I have episode one, The Phantom Menace. Okay. So I didn't see this until after episode two. <laughs> um, I do remember the year this came out, though. I was Darth Maul for Halloween <laughs> with no context or idea. You just thought he looked cool. That's you're, you're damn right. <laughs> that's fair. Um, and I'm putting this low. Because I mean, it was ambitious for George Lucas to do, but it's just not—it's just not there. It's fair. It's—it's—it's not—not as realized as some of the uh, the later entries. So moving on, I'll I'll keep it quick after that long uh, meandering explanation for clones. Um, In the what is this? The ninth ninth. spot. So in the ninth spot, I have Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Okay, there it is. So I put this one (laughs) above Episode One and Episode Two strictly because. It's a little bit funnier. That's yeah. fair. And the visuals are a little bit more pleasing <laughs> oh, to look at. Well, that part is true. Yeah. I, one thing the I will other, say, and and this the, is kind of my open-ended thought regarding episode nine, is even to go back to just like the performances, like I just like the way that Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver like just go about their business mm-hmm. so much more than than like pretty much anybody in Star Wars, honestly. They they, they really did shine for me the most in yeah. all three of the sequel films, for yeah. sure. So it just makes me think like whenever you kind of get out of like that particular moment and some of like the the histrionics and controversies surrounding like the sequel trilogy in particular. Right. If that will if it will look better in hindsight because it's a you know, a the performances are better. Trilogy. Yeah. Exactly. It's fair. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. What that, about, so uh, that being said, Kate loves this movie. Uh-huh. Absolutely loves this movie <laughs> because she, she, big big Raylo fan. That's wow. fair. Nice. <laughs> she got her wish. She did, well, and then they ripped it away from her. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> got it, and then and then she lost it was gone it. like sand in my fingers. <laughs> so <laughs> that that being said, we've now entered into this may still be part of my bottom 4, but this is entering into the my region of the list where I go, yeah, it's like Seinfeld. Put it on the background, it's perfectly watchable. <laughs> That's fair. That's completely fair. Perfectly watchable. I don't yep. know that I'm going to sit down and watch episode 2. I'm probably not even going to put it on in the background, but if someone put on Rise of Skywalker in the background, yeah, all yeah. right. I'll go about my business. Of course. What about so, uh, number eight? Number eight for me is going to be Solo. Oh, wow. <laughs> for much the same reason. It's it's an interesting film to watch uh, from a visual standpoint. You can tell there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen, which yeah. to me kind of yeah. takes me out of it. But again, it's in my book, it's perfectly watchable. And I have nostalgic uh, feeling having gone and seen this on, a, on an evening off while I was on a Work trip in Philadelphia. There you go. Crowded nice. theater this by was myself. So, well, you were still freelance. Yes, that's cool. Yep. So you were you were out and about, anyways. Yeah, I was out in the city. I had no idea where I was. I was like, I'm gonna go see a Star Wars <laughs> a movie. A Star Wars movie. I so that. I did. A Star Wars. A Star Wars story, if you will. Yeah. There you go. Also, I think Donald Glover kills it. Oh yeah, for sure. Honestly, Alden Ehrenreich. I I I do like him as a young. Well, I think Han he does Solo. an excellent job. But I also heard someone refer to it this way, and I agree with it. He's not. He does a great Han Solo by not doing a great Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford, right? Correct. I think that's exactly how it is. But to move on, <laughs> yes. So for my list, honestly, uh, Brian, I'm kind of bouncing right off of you. Uh, it didn't change much. Number eleven, uh, Attack <laughs> of the Clones. I think it's, everyone knows that. Number ten, Phantom Menace. That hasn't changed. Number nine, 
however, is the Rise of Skywalker for me. <laughs> so. There's only one note that I have for this, and uh-huh. I'm going to say what I said when we reviewed the movie for the very first time after I said spoilers in three, two, one. Why did Snap have to die? <laughs> Again, this is the hill <laughs> I'm going to... So unnecessary. I, th- this is the hill I'm going to die on, I swear to God, but like, out of everything <laughs> in that movie that people are upset about... That's the one thing that still upsets me the most. This movie is visually stunning, and, and Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver are amazing in their roles. Again, the cinematography, everything, it's out, it's out of this world. It's a great movie to sit down and watch for all the visuals. Look and sh- and, 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 yeah, did you like, just make a space pun, Connor? Maybe. <laughs> I, if I did, I'm going to have to listen back to it. I don't remember. But like, all I'm getting at is Snap. He was a big character for me, and I'm sure he was a big character for other people who were dedicated to the Aftermath series, which was supposed to carry the story to the sequel trilogy, gang, and then (laughs) then you kill the main character as soon as his stepfather shows up? I mean, come on! Yeah, as soon as his stepfather shows up, given a howdy-doody kind of... (laughs) And it it just completely undermined the the wedge thing. Oh, all right. That's it. So (laughs) since this will be the last time we get to talk about Rise of Skywalker, since we all rated it very lowly, Mm -hmm. um, one thing I want to bring up before we move off of it is, so I have not successfully watched it with Emily yet. Oh. And because, I mean, to to go back to it, you know, that was... When Sully was born. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. When Sully was born. uh, And he was early. And so obviously that just kind of threw everything a little into some disarray. Um, Yeah. So I, you know, we, we talked about it and she's like, yeah, you know, we can do that some night or whatever, but <laughs> you know, that was a year ago and it hasn't happened. And so I have this sneaking suspicion that if when I watch it with her and she knows the sequel trilogy far better than she knows anything else in star Wars, it's fair. um, like if she kind of comes out enjoying it a little bit, like, will that change my opinion a little bit? Look, if you remember, I actually really enjoyed the majority of it. I yeah. thought it was, I thought it was a, you know, it did its job at the time. You know, I mean, this is honestly looking at it with both taking the shades off and stuff like that. But like, mm-hmm. I remember like I was, I think I was pleased at the time. I, I was like, I know it wasn't anything that everyone was expecting. And this is also coming off the coattails of freaking end game. Like they were trying to pull the end game stuff at the end of the movie. And it's like, they people have already done this. It's like, how can you do this? And, and also I, maybe it ruins it that like you and I get so down and dirty with the, lore and the history and all this kind of stuff that like maybe i was pulled out of it a little bit Mm -hmm. but up until that point everything in the books was pointing towards this freaking movie you'd think that they would leak a little bit man yeah so i don't know (laughs) but that's just it that's that's all i'm getting and to get back to my list i'm sorry (laughs) my number eight uh, i just bumped it down was revenge of the sith my revenge of the sith so that is you're the lowest on revenge of the sith which is weird. It's weird to say, but I mean that's again. It's oh, the snap. best. It's the best of the prequels. I'll yes. give it that. But it's still it's still a not really it's a good movie. Is. No, I'm not saying. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's hard to polish a turd, if you will. Yeah, to, to, to take a phrase. Yes. So yeah, that's uh, to reiterate. Number eleven, Attack of Clones. Number ten, Phantom Menace. Number nine, Episode nine, and number eight, Revenge of the Sith, or Rots, if you will. Rots, Andrew, that's... your next four. All right. So coming in at number seven. This is very parsimonious for me. Mm-hmm. We have Star Wars Episode Seven, The Force <laughs> Awakens. So stayed exactly where it was. Nice. Although in a sense, it's actually it, like there's something in my mind that's like, yeah, but it's a lot closer to like every time I rewatch it, and I rewatch it a lot, mm-hmm. honestly, um, which should tell you something. Um, but the more I like it, 
and also the less I view it as just like a straight copy of like, a New Hope. Yeah, of That's Star fair. Wars. So, well, even uh, I mean, we've talked about like I, I used to think about that whenever I'd watch. I mean, just uh, in my kid's mind, like watching the Phantom Menace, I was like, oh, the the droid ship must be the new Death Star, and all these <laughs> droid fighters must be the new Tie Fighters, and this and that. And it's like you're you know, as a kid, you're kind of working this out for yourself, mm-hmm. and so I can imagine for a bunch of adults who have more cognitive you know, abilities with their minds. They're like, well, this is just a straight blah, 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 blah. And that's exactly what happens. Yeah. So, but I agree with you. I mean, it's, it's, it's become more and more its own flick. Mm-hmm. And yes, there are similarities and it's, it's more about the, the homage, if you will, the, uh, the, the holding up of what the original movie was. Agreed. Again, yeah. Go ahead. Agreed. Um, so then at number six, I have Star Wars episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Ooh, okay. So obviously this was a pretty big climber for me. I was happy to hear that. Out of the bottom three. Not rotting as much. <laughs> yes. Certainly not. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I think there's a couple of things at play here. I mean, the first of which is just in general, I do think the performances in rots are just better like than the other two films right i mean i think it's like there's a lot of big emotion and it's all it's a lot easier to play those big emotions i think than to like oh for sure (laughs) and like they then do they play them yeah i mean just to the point now we're like we're in this meme age of i mean the prequel memes and all that stuff i mean come on yeah and and one trend and maybe this will seem like i'm being like petty or, or kind of beating the dead horse but i feel like what i took away from rise of skywalker as much as anything is that it's really hard to like land the endings to these trilogies yes and it just made me think about that film so much more positively yeah that's fair yeah that it's just risen a a decent bit it's still not great but it's (laughs) that's fair but it's much higher so now at number five i have rogue one a star wars story wow so a slight drop for this one for me Mm. and Here's my two comments on it. Firstly, I mean, A, it's like, yeah, the last 40 minutes of the movie are the best Star Wars. Yes. I'm not impeaching that, but the other 80 minutes in front of that? Yeah. It's, it's I think, go. Yeah. I mean, I think, well, I'll get to it online, but I, I was just going to say, like, if you're into the, the weird little nuances, <laughs> it's right up your alley. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah. It does take a long time. And then my second comment on it is just, I feel like the Mandalorian has kind of taken some of the, like, I mean, there's something about when you watch Rogue One and you're like, wow, I'm watching Star Wars, but it's made now. Yeah. You it's know? like 70s setting, but <laughs> exactly. in, in the current era. Modern and, day. and I feel like Mandalorian has taken a little bit of that luster mm-hmm. just because they do it probably even a little better. Oh, yes, for sure. And so it kind of like removed a little bit of that novelty there. Well, I mean, you also got to remember that Mandalorian is connecting to the sequel trilogy. Yes. So that's 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 going to go into their overall, you know, thing. Exactly. But yeah, so something to keep in mind. And then <laughs> at number four, I have Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. That's fair. So. I- so once again, was this up or down for you? This is up. Okay. Because it was actually number five on my list before. All right. Well, hey, I'll uh, take that. I'll take that action. Yeah. Uh, It's, you know, there's still a few things just in terms of like the visual presentation of Return of the Jedi that I just can never get past. And the, uh, you know, and, and some of the plot points really hit. I mean, I've come to, I don't know if this is like me as a father now or something, but there's something about like the... 
you know, Luke and Vader on the Death Star and the Let Emperor. Look upon you, yeah, with my own eyes. That, take the glasses off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, that scene has really risen a lot for me, mm-hmm. and and I know your whole take on it, Connor, is like the uh, space battle. Oh, in particular, I'll get into it. Trust <laughs> and uh, yeah, once again, though, I think it is just like acknowledgement once again from rise of skywalker that yeah like it's really hard to land these things and it you might not always do it perfectly and you know return of the jedi maybe isn't totally perfect to me but it's a really good attempt that really pays off a lot of things that i think we all wanted to see (laughs) that's fair so to summarize my middle four we've got at seven, episode seven, mm-hmm. The Force Awakens. At six, episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Number five is Rogue One. And number four is episode six, Return of the Jedi. Sounds good. Brian, what you got there for your middle four? All right. So my middle four, starting with number seven, I have episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Mm. So as we've we've spoken about already, um, definitely the most watchable of the prequels, I does think. It make, does um, it make it the best? <laughs> of the prequels? I would argue that. Oh, well, that, does yeah. It make, yeah. Does it make it the best of all of them, though? No. Do, I mean, again, this is in my perfectly watchable range. Right. For sure. No, my favorite. <laughs> uh, this is the first one I saw in theaters, and I remember seeing it at, like, age 15 or 16 with friends in the... Getting in the, excited. Yeah. yeah and, I mean, that's, and heckling yeah. the screen, and <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah. It was cool. That's one that I always go back to, like, is like the age at which episode three came out. Is oh, yeah. Just, like the emotion that it's like uncorking is like, that's what I was feeling as a 16 year old. Even at that, I, I mean, I think when we talked about it originally and I said to you that I remember be like hanging out with you right after I saw the movie and just feeling like feeling dirty because I was like, you <laughs> knew you knew it was coming with the order 66 and all that kind of stuff. But actually seeing it on display for the very first time, still a little jarring, you know what I mean? Especially for a kid's movie. You know what I mean? We, we, we always get into that with Clone Wars and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, this is your first example of mass murder, genocide, if you will. Yeah. You know, so yeah. <laughs> you're not, you're not wrong. It's just messed up. So, okay. So moving on from there, um, I have at number six, I have, the Force Awakens. Ooh, you bumped it up. Well, I mean, from from what <laughs> we did, you bumped yeah. it up from me, <laughs> from him. Yeah. Um, and this one, this one is very nostalgic for me because I remember seeing this one in my favorite movie theater in Seattle by go. myself on a day off. <laughs> um, and it, it's like a running theme. Yeah, twenty <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I see these movies by myself, which state I'm were you a good in time. when you saw each movie? That's what we need to ask. <laughs> well, so far there's only been two, but yeah. <laughs> that's uh, fair. Um. I just this one this one hit me real hard with the nostalgia when it first came out um and I was I was very excited to see like you were just saying Andrew yes it's definitely a love letter to a new hope but it's different enough and it was good to see like wow this is what this is how sharp this can look with Modern 21st century technology and yeah. practical effects and yeah, all that yeah exactly I liked a lot of the performances. I liked where things were going. I liked some of the threads that were set up. I thought it was good. I thought it was a perfectly capable entry yes. in the uh, in the canon. That's fair. So, moving on, at number five, Return of the Jedi. Okay. All right. I Killing like me the... with each, each word. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm sorry. I hope okay. I'm killing it's you okay. softly. I, it's okay. Just one time, one time. Yeah. Two uh, times, two times. I don't have much much else to say about this then. It's <laughs> a is? it's a solid movie. Fair enough. Yes. Iconic moments and iconic imagery, but it is a Star Wars movie. Yes, but also like Andrew, the way that this was shot, the way that this was directed, the way that in a lot of ways this looks to me like a TV show. Mm-hmm. That's just an extended episode. Yeah. Not my favorite thing. That's completely fair. And that's that's you'll you'll notice a lot of my list is compounded upon <laughs> cinematography cinematography and what it looks like visually it's your background, and what man. it what it's done for that whole slice of our culture so yes that's fair that informs that and then above that slightly slightly missing my top 3 is rogue one oh okay that's fair we spoke so. about this on the the first episode when you guys had me on but i love akira kurosawa mm-hmm. i love japanese cinema and this is a love letter to oh, those things for sure so that's my top, or that's my middle four. Fair enough. So for me, my middle four, to kind of go at it, <clears throat> number seven, Force Awakens. <laughs> because, of course, you're the only one who has it at number six. So I appreciate that. That's right. But, and, I, and just to kind of reiterate to everybody, uh, I had it as number seven last time on my mm-hmm. list. But it is a, you know, the love letter. I, I appreciate it and all that. It's also Eva's favorite out of all of them. So it's the one I've probably seen the most recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, actually is The Last Jedi. Fair mm. enough. So it's fallen for you a little It's bit. fallen a little bit for me, but I, I mean, not in a bad sense. Again, this is, I, I, I like to agree with uh, Brian's phrase and just saying that if it's on in the background, I will certainly enjoy it. Mm. And this isn't to say that the sequel trilogy is completely kaput. I mean, I, I would like to think that at some point the sequel trilogy will have the same fanfare that the prequels have gotten. You know, it, at some point there's going to be like, uh, I mean, I remember seeing someone post something that said essentially that what the sequel trilogy truly needs is a show like Clone Wars or something like that that kind of ex- exemplifies what's going on in the galaxy. Because it was all so new and all this kind of stuff and you're just trying to catch up with it. I honestly, like, I used to look at The Last Jedi through, uh, through a very bad lens and now seeing it and hearing, you know, especially just talking it over with the both of you. I appreciate it that much more. Yeah. But I mean, I hate to you, say that. It's you like, might be outnumbered on that. What? Oh, <laughs> well, just, that it's... I mean, obviously neither of us have talked about it yet. So. Oh, well, that's fair. <laughs> no, all I'm getting at is I'm just saying that like, you know, it's, it visually, it, it, it stands, you know, it yeah. stands up and you can't miss it. And it's, it's a very important story. No, yeah. You know? I f- trust me, I get it. And you're exactly right. I think that's an excellent point that, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously I think we're going to get that at some point that we're really going to bridge that gap from the original trilogy and hopefully get more of that backstory. I mean, obviously, like, there is, like, you know, Star Wars Resistance, but that's not... It, I mean, it's it, not it's, Clone Wars. It's not it Rebels. Stops. That was the yeah. thing. Like, I, even when I was watching it, like, I didn't feel nearly as, in, in, you know, in, involved or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, but, I mean, it, it's only two seasons, and it's only branching between the two movies. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's hard to kind of exemplify that. I do know that the characters in Resistance end up in the big you know, the, yes. the, the big ship thing at the end, at least according to the novel. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, and you can see there is actually like a screen grab that people have shared where you can see uh, like the, the firebolt. Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the, whatever um, the girl's <sighs> ship yeah, is and, we, uh, and Yeager's ship. I just, I just remember uh, it was like, cause Mark Thompson does all of them. He, he was just like, 
he was doing Kaz's voice or whatever. He was just like, ah, I'm here. Is everybody else here? That kind of stuff. <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay. That's that kid. Yeah. Right now. Anyways. Now, number five for me is Solo. Nice. So I think, honestly, uh, in the way of my last list, it's uh, moved up a little bit. Yeah. And that was, again, we, we kind of went over it. And uh, This is to reiterate. I think when it comes to my my genre of the Star Wars movies, I mean, I'm, I'm always between prequels and original trilogy. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where it's going to bump up there. I appreciate all the little nuances that they do, do go through. But again... You're also, as you say before, you're battling five or six different directors and creative minds to go into it. So it's yeah. not going to be the perfect one. There's there's like a very impassioned sector out there. And like I like all of these people and like what they do like in the Star Wars community that love Solo. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, I mean, and, more power too. Absolutely. So, I mean, I'm 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 glad that you like it. The way they like it, and again, like I, Amen. It, it, it is a solid little movie. I, again, like Donald Glover's great, Alan Aaron Reich's great. I even like um, Woody Harrelson as his, like you know, he's 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 what you come to expect from Star Wars characters. Also, mm-hmm. also special shout out to L three. Oh, L three seven, Ellie. If we could have said, remember we were to, we, we, that was one of our early predictions that Lando's daughter was going to name be named Ellie. Yes, as an L three, which would have been nice, but, but it's not. But it's not. It's Jana. It's Jana. Or uh, <laughs> Chance, if you will, if you want to get real, real old school. <laughs> yeah, go old school. So if you didn't like my number four before, <laughs> I don't know if you're going to like it this time around. Number four for me is A New Hope. Oh. Whoa, you almost lost your beer there. <laughs> sorry about that, brother. Um, and again, this Blasphemy. is. Blasphemy. Sorry. Well, yeah, again, it's like, you can't, you can't have this without any other Star Wars. It's not the point, man. So. It's treason, I hate that then. argument. Yeah, but, and, and like yeah, it. Of course, it's an argument. I mean, I'm not going to deny that. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, when you consider what's out there right now, like yeah, it's the oldest property, so it's not as accessible for a lot of people. We grew up on it. That's mm-hmm. the difference. Kids who are growing up on the sequel trilogy now, they're going to look at the 1971 and just like, oh, wow, why are the cuts so long? This is so wow. weird. Why is his hair so long? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. It's the that. same. It's the same argument. I remember when we were growing up and playing music, and certain certain people would be in certain trains of thought and be like, "Jimi Hendrix is the best guitar player of all time. No <laughs> one will ever top him." Jimi Hendrix's contribution to the world of music is incredible, and it's undeniable. Jimmy, like we grew up, we went to high school with people who are better guitar players than Jimi Hendrix. Yes, yeah, for that's sure. not a knock on Jimi Hendrix. There's that's people a, who are alive that's a mark now of, that yeah. didn't even know of Jimi that, Hendrix. That's a like, mark of, that, that's a sign of progression. Exactly. In that art form, that's yeah. not a knock on Hendrix. So, and it shouldn't be a knock on A New Hope. It's like coming in and it's just be like Mozart, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> forget about we it. We peaked in the 1600s, bro. <laughs> the sure Baroque era, bro. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, no, I, honestly, that's a it's a bold choice, and I respect you for it because I do think that there's something about a new hope that's just it is just aging, and it feels like it's aging more than like ESB or exactly Return of the Jedi. Even and even to that end, it, it it it's its own story. It's self-contained. We've said this before that like if there had been no <laughs> other movies to follow, yeah, it would have just been Star Wars, and it, it would have been fine. So it's, yeah, it kind of reminds me of. So we've been going through and doing like a, a Marvel rewatch. Ooh, that's what I want to do. Yeah, uh, we're we're into Iron Man two so far, so we're only three films in. Hell right. right. And just FYI, you have to rent Incredible uh, Incredible Hulk. Really? Yeah. 
because it's not on Disney Plus because Universal has the distribution Still rights for that. it. So Dang, neither are any of the Spider-Man films. That's which I, true. I recently, uh, but I got a long way to go yeah. before I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I recently realized that was the case when I was like, you know what? I haven't seen Far From Home since it came out. Yeah, it's I'm not on Disney watch Plus. It. No, because Sony has the the rights. Well, I'm glad you told me. I would have been severely disappointed because I I keep telling Eva, I was like, you know what? We haven't seen that. The we saw. Uh, far from home in uh, at the drive-in of all places. There you go. So I was like, I actually want to see it on the screen. Yeah. Like, appreciate it. So, <laughs> but, God damn. Yeah, but I get like to that point. It's just like watching these early Marvel movies, and it is just like, yeah, like they're still fun and enjoyable, and I get it. But yeah. like, there is something about them that's like. Yeah, these are old now. Like, and and then you add 40 years or th- like at least 30 plus years onto yeah. a whole that. generation plus. Yeah, yeah this, exactly. The, yeah, that film walked so that the remaining films after it could run. Exactly. Yeah. No, I hear you. So yeah, that's that's just it. I don't want to I don't want to put it down any more than it is. It's it it's Star Wars, so yes. let's just keep going. It is Star Wars. So now we're into the top three. Andrew, why don't you finish us off here? All right. Top three. So my top three. We've got Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Okay. No real change here. I mean, I was very close, honestly. And, and in fact, I was debating whether I was going to even just like pull a, a fast one on myself and switch this with uh, Return of the Jedi. That's fair. Because, I mean, I do feel like some of the, the weaker moments as time passes, they kind of gain in importance a little bit. But still, just... To me, it is my vision of what, like, I wanted adult Star Wars to be. Right. And it hit on so many notes. I mean, like, Luke's story is, I mean, it's almost, like, sad that, like, Mark Hamill didn't get nominated for, like, you know, some sort of performance award for it. Because, like, like, the way that he portrays, like, old man broken Luke is just so letter perfect to me. I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I, I agree. The, the, you find out after the fact that Mark Hamill has huge issues with the story and yeah. how that character arc, and yet he still knocks it out of the park with exactly. his performance. Even, like, even to that end. That's a professional. It's yeah. a story that I don't think anyone was expecting, which made it that much more impactful. Everyone mm-hmm. was expecting this wise, I mean, Gandalf-like character who was just going to come out and just wreck but people. yeah, and like, face down the first order with a laser sword. <laughs> yeah, but I well exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I saw a or, or heard or something. I don't know a, a recounting of this recently, and it's like, yeah, but can you imagine Mark Hamill doing that portrayal of it? <laughs> oh I sure God. can. Like yeah. the Joker being like this <laughs> just super serious, wizened old man, like the you know, a la Alec Guinness in in A New Hope or whatever. Yes, it's it. like it. He couldn't have done it. So the way he plays it and the way the story is written is just exactly what it needed to what be. What they were going for. Yeah. That's and, why, yeah. I, that's why I tried to not put it down, but like I, I definitely bumped it up a little more. Yeah. And and to me, you know, very last note, like Snoke's throne room scene is my favorite scene in Star Wars. It's fair. The fight. So Beautiful. that's that's all I have to say about that. Brian? Uh, oh, well, that was just I'm my sorry, number three. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> he's got two more to go. Yes. My bad. So number, so coming in at number two, I have uh, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, mm. aka Star Wars. Can't have it without it. <laughs> it couldn't have happened without it. <laughs> uh, but there is just something that's so eminently easy to just go back and watch again. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, and and that's the only reason why I kind of keep it so high. Um, and obviously the 
yes, the universe wouldn't be here without stars. <laughs> That's fair. And then, you know, I don't feel like I need to say too much about my number one choice, which is The Empire Strikes Back, <gasps> which is, to me, the most perfect film ever made. It's true. Like, I'm not even kidding. It is definitively, like... And I don't expect everybody to feel exactly the same about it, even though, you know, most will say it's the best one or whatever. Right. But to me, it is just the perfect culmination of what's possible in the film media. Nice. So, All right. I can agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, how about you, buddy? Yes, that was slow clap. <laughs> Let's get it up. Let's give it up. Keep it going. Anyways. All right. So I'm I'm almost I'm almost curious should I should I do this in the, my top three in reverse order? Oh, one, two, and three, or three, two, and one. I'll do. You know what? I'm going to do one, two, three. I'm going to switch it up. All right. Because I want to I want to piggyback off of exactly what Andrew just said. <laughs> so spoiler alert: my uh, my number one pick is also Empire, Empire Strikes Back. Nice. Enough. For much of the same reasons, <laughs> of course. Um, just looking at what was available technologic technologically at the time and. That movie is just a masterclass in moving camera. Mm-hmm. It's a masterclass in atmosphere. It's it's super well directed. Performances are great. Um, no notes. Well, honestly, <laughs> it's, I, it's incredible. I, going uh, having a chance to watch um, the I think it was Empire of Dreams, like the making of all three. Films, oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely gave me a much more of an appreciation for Empire and how like how different it was. So yeah, I, I hold it up there. Kirsch, mm-hmm. Kirsch, buddy. Kirsch. I, w- I was about to say Lawrence Kasdan. That's the wrong person. It's no. Irving Kirsch. He d- yeah, he did. He did a lot of writing, mm-hmm. even into the new stuff. Like he, he did, was. Yeah. A, he's a credited with his son on, uh, on Solo. Yes, that's right. Yeah, Jonathan Kasdan. Kasdan, buddy. Kasdan. So how about number two, bro? So number two for me is the Last Jedi. Nice. Mm. And so similarly. I'm putting this so far up on the list because I think with the technology of the time, with your ability to to tell these visual stories, it's incredible to me. The only reason it's not number one for me is because I still don't know why Canto Bite had to happen. <laughs> had to have some there's, exposition. There's no, I don't, I don't care. There's yeah. no redeeming quality for it. I'm sorry, Ryan Johnson. I mean, the, the, it's a bad move. The short answer is, and this is going to sound like I'm piling on J.J. Abrams again. And I'm not. I'm, I promise I'm not. I'm actually <laughs> oh, piling will. on Oscar Isaac here. Because, you know, famously, the escape from the ship, whatever it is, venerate, no, that, no. I don't know. Yeah. The, the uh, Kylo Ren's ship. The finalizer. Yes. In uh, The Force Awakens. <laughs> Poe was supposed to die there. Yeah. He wasn't supposed to make it out. And that would have been that. And then you would have had two protagonists instead of three protagonists. But yeah. The whole three in Star Wars. That's exactly. <laughs> and but, just. So then they ran out of ideas and were like, all right, he's just going to do and, and some self-exploration. And that's what makes it so much worse for Finn's character because, like, I, I really like Finn's character. Yes. Right? And he had so much more potential to work with. He was wasted. He's, he's an ex-stormtrooper. Like, how much more interesting can you get? Yeah, yeah like, that's a perspective you have not heard yet. Exactly. Thank you. It, Lay it on me. That's And I was hoping for it. But that, and it also has the problem of it's directly after Force Awakens. We've talked mm-hmm. about that before. It, it didn't have room to walk like Empire did because, yes. oh, yeah, there's a three-year gap. 
Luke is much older. He's much wiser. Blah blah blah. All those These characters have known each other for like maybe twelve hours. Twelve hours, if maybe. that. They met yesterday, according to Last Jedi. Yeah. Ray and Poe didn't even meet, even though they were in the same freaking room at the end of For- the Force Awakens. Yeah, and they right. did meet at the end of the novel. But hey, who am I? The guy who reads the novels. I guess it doesn't freaking matter. <laughs> Look at this jagged. Snap had here. to die. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. Yeah, and just. I think one of the one of the things in terms of story lines and like screenwriting, one of the things I think that Empire benefits from that Jedi or the Last Jedi did not. I don't want to get the two Jedi films confused. <laughs> cool, cool. Did Everything you, something Jedi. That's right. So with an ampersand somewhere. They in Empire you get all of these bombshells. The colon. You, you Sorry. get you get all of these character development arcs. You get those seeds sown in the beginning of the film. You have bombshells revealed midway through in the Let's second act or and in the third act. And then you get to see them pay off in the finale of that trilogy. Mm-hmm. Because this was such a different story, you don't get those same seeds of character arc really, really sown. And that's what makes so many people And they, they try and force them into Rise of Skywalker. And that's what... And they, they rush they through it. it. JJ, it. JJ, Ryan threw you a curveball. Don't try and hit a slider. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Don't, like, just stop going back to the formula. He threw it out the window. Uh, Show, yeah. That's Anywho. fair. That's fair. Anywho, so that's why I I have that as number two. Number three for me is Star Wars because it had to happen. Yeah, it, it had to happen. <laughs> that's right. I agree with all of your your criticism, all of your takes on it, Connor. But it is blasphemy. I can't believe you. <laughs> How dare you? That's completely fair. That's completely fair. <laughs> no, but it's. Uh, Rewatchability for me is infinite. I can turn it on. Oh yeah, yes. and and listening to the the podcast newcomers, yes. listening to them go through these movies and just in hearing... in release order and hearing them listen or hearing them go through and dissect that one first, it's like you know your criticism. It's valid. It's very valid. It's uh it's hard to watch if you're not primed. Yeah. To it. If you're not expecting And you're coming it, you're in with a excited. mindset of 2020 or 2021. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, I mean, also, it doesn't help if you're like one of those people who did see, like, you just randomly saw Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> right. Stuff, and then you just, like, tiptoe your way yeah, back. Yeah, how did this start? It's like, how do you start oh. episode four? Don't make no sense, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So, but uh, so to finish it out, number three for me has been moved up. It is Empire Strikes Back. Very nice. Uh, All right. You know what? You're, what has it? You're been writing said? or wrong. I don't. I don't mind. It doesn't have to be number one. But That's it's fine. in the top three. Yeah. That's all it matters. <laughs> Again, to go, like to just top on whatever everyone else has said about it. It's it's like like I said. Just I appreciate the cinematography that much more. Mm. It is a step forward from what the original Star Wars was and what it can be. Yes. And it, it has to be held up. It has to be it has to be proclaimed. Number two for me is Rogue One. Uh, and I uh, just because I mean, and this is one thing I don't think we've ever really talked about, but like in addition to everything else, the hallway scene, the hallway, <laughs> yep. uh, it, yep. it'll always be a staple of it. And it just goes into what you're saying. 80% of the movie out of the way, get the last 20%. You're all there. <laughs> But I also yeah, give me I scarif in the hallway the scene. Murder, <laughs> yeah, the Call murder of the rebel troops. Yes. Well, so even but even at that, like I have a, a some kind of invested interest in it because I. I did the research on this movie. I read the prequel book. I read right. the book itself. I knew all the characters going in and all their motivations well, and stuff like that. And I feel like that's something that's so different about like Rogue One in particular mm-hmm. is that it was like the one where they gave you like catalyst before yes. they gave you the film. And so you could actually so study up on 
exactly uh, Galen Urso and yeah. all that stuff. And it, it actually made me more, like when the whole confrontation happened at the farm at the very beginning of the movie, I was like, on the edge of my seat yeah, because I knew yeah, that's really impactful to, you. <laughs> to me. And that's what I'm getting at. Like if it's, if you're somebody who took the time to read all the novels and stuff like that and just kind of invest yourself in the lore, you will appreciate it that much more, especially yeah. everything going into it. But Again, this is also their first attempt at just being the uh, anthology, you know, mm-hmm. just being its own separate from the Skywalker saga. So can't go wrong with that. No. And it's also one of the best space battles since my number one, Return <laughs> of the Jedi. Can't go wrong with that. Yes. I agree with you. I like, and especially watching it, uh, Brian, like the aspect ratios and all of that, like, and again, watching it from uh, Empire of Dreams perspective and stuff like that yeah. is such a step back. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they were almost trying to grab what they had with the original Star Wars, but just not in the right way. And then again, they're also just, they're forcing it into, AKA know, they made a daring move with the second entry and then tried to course correct in the, in the, the way they wrapped the it up. Sounds familiar. Where, so, where, where, who else did that? Damn. I have no idea. But it did it so much better <laughs> it did it it did yeah. it, it so much a, better well, it's a much more capable and you, finisher and yes. you can you can agree at least at the time when it was just the original trilogy it was a succinct little like okay I guess that's how it ends everyone's happy well, yeah. Yeah. Death Star's gone and think about really like enough. how that sets up like the old expanded universe for oh, instance yeah. and like everything fits together and like I mean I'm you know maybe this is not a uh, you know not not a recency bias I guess the opposite <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, but but it's kind of like, you know, I grew up on a lot of that stuff, obviously. And like it just it flows so much more naturally from Return of the Jedi into the books that we get. Yeah. Than like what kind of we end up with in terms of the sequel trilogy. That's fair. Although obviously as they fill in these gaps, I mean, you know, I, we had this kind of debate like, okay, should we rank like Mandalorian? Like, should we do everything that's live action, live action Star Wars? Right. Which Except would, for would, like Ewoks and whatever. But it would make sense <laughs> to include it It would because it's part of the quote unquote timeline and yeah. all that stuff. But I mean, to that end, like we, I think we both or all of us agreed that Mandalorian would probably be number one. <laughs> yeah, probably at least damn near close. Anyway. Yes, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, it's up there. Most <laughs> definitely. But I, uh, I mean, that's that's just it. My my top three have changed just because of Empire Strikes Back. But my last two were same as before. Yes. So, and yeah. I, I I have to say I agree with something you said a few years ago because today, in preparation for for coming here today and talking about this, I went through and listened to the very first episode of the podcast. Nice. And you mentioned, I actually come to think of it, I'm not sure which one of you mentioned it, but you talk about. Maybe if we'd seen, maybe if we grew up with the original cuts, maybe Return of the Jedi wouldn't be such such a sore spot for well, some of us. That was but the special yeah. editions. Oh, the special editions are garbage. Yeah. Kill so Sorry. much of it. Sorry, everybody. Like, there are some good moments. Give me lopty neck back. But there are way more <laughs> bad moments than there are yeah. good moments. Like, I mean, I'm I'm always going to be down for more Star Wars content, but like you got to do it right, man. Yeah. Don't give me the elongated lips and a whole nother dance saga. Yeah. Some crap like that. Miss me with that. I'm sorry. Sorry, George. Actually, I'm not sorry. You should be apologizing. But whatever. Yeah. Well, still a great movie. It is. Honestly, I think that's that about sums it up for us. And I'm I'm happy to say that this has been a fun 66 episodes with you guys. Yes, Brian. I'm I'm excited that you've been able to join us for the uh, 
the more recent part I think of it's our the last adventure. twenty now. Last twenty. That's yeah. incredible. Ooh, we stopped on forty six. That's true. Yes. So, so we're back at it. I'm happy about that. Thank you for being here. And why don't we finish out today with a yet another quiz? That seems to be our <sighs> go-to. Nice. Let me just pull it up here, Andrew. I believe it's your turn. That is what they say. So, ready, Andrew, ready to get quizzed? You ready to get quizzed? <laughs> here it is. The snacks you eat will reveal which cute Star Wars character you are. We all can't be Baby Yoda. That's the tagline underneath it. Oh, just you wait. <laughs> okay. Pick a breakfast item. Bagel with cream cheese, chocolate pancakes, cheese danish, or chocolate croissant. Ooh. I don't eat breakfast. Oh, well, I mean, you got to pick, man. <laughs> Imagine you have some time to actually sit down and enjoy a breakfast. Which one of those would you eat for lunch? <laughs> that's that's actually probably the more accurate question. I'm gonna go with the bagel. I figure you're probably you, you are a bagel man. Now how about this? Now eat something cheesy for lunch. So imagine you didn't have that bagel. Uh-huh. Pizza, cheeseburger, mac and cheese, or ham and cheese sandwich. Ah, uh, pizza. Pizza. That's a good solid lunch. Now pick something chocolatey for dessert: cupcake, brownies, ice cream, or macaroons. Ooh. I didn't know macaroons could be chocolatey. I guess they could be. Guess yeah, they can why be. not? I always just—I mean, the way they're presented, they always kind of seem like kind of fruity. But you can put chocolate on anything if you're brave enough. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's like I Frank's would... Red Hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say brownie. Okay, that's a good chance. Respect. I would do brownies too. Respect. Order some fondue with dinner: cheesy or chocolatey? Neither or both? Both. Both. That's the way to do it. What's your favorite type of cheese? Cheddar, blue, brie, or mozzarella? I am a definite blue cheese fan. Ooh. Oh, that's, so. you're more than me, man. I can't get past the look of it. That's my fault. What's your what, f- you don't like it looking moldy? More because looking it like is? cheese? Yeah, exactly. You, you don't like the look of it? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't, I don't like the look of that cheese, man. What's the favorite type of chocolate? White chocolate, milk chocolate, dark chocolate? I can't choose. Milk chocolate. Milk chocolate for the win. Pick one more delicious snack. Cheese board, peanut butter cups, cheesy pasta, or hot chocolate? I uh, gotta go peanut butter cups. Yeah, man. You can't go wrong with that. <gasps> You're Baby Yoda! You you look mighty cute eating space frogs, my friend. <laughs> Congratulations, man. That was awesome. Well, I told you. You did tell me. But <laughs> and it, it said at the beginning, though, we all can't be it. I guess somebody had to be it. That's right. Oh, well. I'm I'm somewhat surprised. I figured blue cheese would have thrown me, but maybe that's like what I needed. That's fair because like it's kind of gross. Yeah, yeah. most people wouldn't choose. You say baby Yoda eats some, some he eats random everything. Things. I mean, yeah. come on, he's like my cat. <laughs> well, hey gang, uh, it's been fun. If you want to get at us, please check us out on our Instagram at Greedo Shot First Podcast, or you can check us out on our Twitter at First Greedo, all one word there. And if you want to check out any past episodes, you can check us out on Spotify or Reggie'sHousePodcast.com or on Apple Podcasts. And if you're there, please leave a rate and review. It really helps the show. If you got any questions, comments, concerns, ideas, just praise in general, please don't hesitate to email us at GreedoShotFirstPod at gmail.com. If you want to say something negative, keep it to yourself. Yeah, well, please, that's all. We don't need that. But again, I was gonna say you can reach out to me with negative. I'm all about that. <laughs> GreedoShotFirstPod at gmail, all one word, dot com. And again, guys, I just got to say I had a great time. Brian, did you have a good time? I had a wonderful time. Andrew, have a good time? It's a boring conversation anyway. I bet it was 60 seconds.